0: Won't you give me that boom 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 cuz I like that style, style style Hey welcome welcome it's Dr. Gina and I can't tell you how excited I am to be doing this format of podcasting again um, I started in radio and I think radio is the best thing ever. I love the relationship you have with audience and I just want to invite you um, to reach out to me on my social media at Real Dr. Gina. I was watching Morning Joe this morning. I was watching MSNBC. I like to watch some of the more mm, regressive, I like to call them, <laughs> corporate media networks um, so that I can see sort of what we're up against, right? Because we all know that things are falling apart and fast. And But they were discussing an article that came out by Andrew Yang. And the article is entitled, The Data Are Clear, the boys are not all right. This is something that conservatives, first of all, have been screaming from the rooftops for decades, really, that you can't just, in an attempt to use your identity politics and, 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 and promote women or girls, you can't create a culture that demeans, demoralizes, and emasculates men. It's just the wrong thing to do. And we've all seen it in our sons. I know my boys, you know, they they have a certain degree of minority blood, but they'll say things to me in confidence. You know, we know we can't do that because we look like white guys. We know that that opportunity won't be open to us, that scholarship, that competition, that uh, whatever it is. They know. It, kids today, if you are a little white boy, you know that you are never gonna win a Nobel Peace Prize, that you are never gonna be able to participate in any major Hollywood activity, right? Unless you just lie your way through it. And you probably are going to be harassed to the point of mercilessness uh, by any college campus that you would ever try to enter, simply because of the color of your skin and your gender. This is the danger, many conservatives have warned for a long time. This is the danger of social uh, of separating out by identity politics. So, I want to first of all command, commend Andrew Yang, you know, for pointing out and 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 actually agreeing my producer pointed out when I said I wanted to talk about this today. He said it looks like you could have written this article because he even mentions how toxic liberalism is a problem. Here are some of the results of decades of emasculation of men and boys. Boys are more than twice as likely as girls to be diagnosed with ADHD and hyperactivity disorder. That is according to the CDC, and are five times more likely to spend time in juvie, much less likely to finish high school. And as boys grow, I've studied developmental psychology my whole entire life. My specialty is polycology, which is the mix of politics and psychology. And this is just a huge enmeshment of the two because it is our policy that has affected men and boys this way. As men grow to become adults, they now make up only 40.5% of college students. Male community college enrollment, Yang mentions, declined by 14.7% in 2020 alone compared with only 68 for women, half, less than half. Median wages for men have declined since 1990 in real terms," Yang says, and roughly one-third of men are either one-third unemployed or out of the workforce altogether. More US. men ages 13 I'm sorry, 18 to 34, are now living with their parents than they are with romantic partners. You look at the economics of this. That's just the social impact, the educational impact. You look at the economics of this. More than two-thirds of manufacturing workers are men. That sector has lost more than 5 million jobs since 2000. And no surprise with the decline of manufacturing, you find suicide, you find drug abuse, you find alcoholism, and literally those levels are unprecedented, higher than ever in our history among Middle-aged men in the past 20 years. Suicide, drug addiction, alcoholism, overdose, and the works. Now, this, this shouldn't surprise me. But I, I, here's Andrew Yang, right, who, who wrote this as if it were a conservative, as if he were a conservative. I don't know what his pronouns are. Who knows what pronouns he used. He's probably a the, they. I have literally no clue. And it does say here that he's the founder of the Forward Party, Well, maybe that's progress because uh, the Democrats have certainly caused every bit of this. Caused, I would submit to you, every bit of this. And they need to take responsibility. You look at labor under Trump, for example. One thing you know about men, most men I know, at least the ones that aren't the beta males, they really love working with their hands and they love to have a good hard day's work. It's the way God made men. Okay. And even little boys, you'll start to see this as they come into their own. Now, I have, I'm the mom of five. I have two girls at the top and three boys down at the bottom. And I've watched them through their lifespan. And I've studied lifespan psychology and the interplay of politics literally my entire career. And I can tell you, there is just something in men, in little boys that want to create with their hands. They want to work hard. They are, you you look at any house being built. I have a house being built right next to me right now. It's 99.9% men out there. And it's not because women don't want to do it. And it's not because women have been discriminated against because women don't enjoy it. We get our nails done. We like, to, we like to shop and talk and raise babies. And those are the things we are predestined to be able to do well. In most cases, superior to men in those, in those particular instances. Some men can shop better than me. I've got to admit this. And some men are just as nurturing as women. So none of these things fits across the board. But that's the whole point. Their stupid identity politics has destroyed the gender roles. And in doing so, they've destroyed the backbone of our society, which are the leaders of the family. And in many cases, the culture. And it didn't have to happen. You can exalt women without demeaning men, right? You can't exalt men without demeaning women. You can say that there should be more women going to colleges. There should be no glass ceiling. There should be women considered. And listen, I work in literally the most sexist industry in, in the world. There's no industry, and I say this all the time, more sexist where women are more demeaned and underestimated, especially if you're... A pretty woman, dare I say, you will be stepped on, you will be sexualized, you will be, for whatever bizarre reason, women will compete with you like nobody's business, and that's just stupid on the part of women. But men too, men will not take you as seriously. You are going to do 10 times the work in this field to get one ounce of respect. Having said that, I chose this field. Let me have my fight. I don't need some feminist out there who doesn't give a rip about what happens to my male children out there telling me that she knows that some government program is better for me. You look at labor under Trump. You look at manufacturing under Trump. It thrived. He brought jobs back to the U.S. Democrats notoriously sell out our manufacturers and sell out our men in doing so. Because a lot of manufacturing is covered by men. It just is. Research shows that one significant factor Yang says that women look for in a partner is a steady job. Oh, I didn't even know we could still have partners. I thought we didn't have genders in your party, Mr. Yang. But um, there's a Pew Research Center analysis from, uh, that analyzed data from 1960 to 2010. And the proportion of adults without a college degree who marry plummeted. Over 70% to only occurring within around 45%. Now, when you have a diminished family, I will tell you, you have a diminished culture and you're going to create problems for men and women and black and white. And the whole bottom line is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was right. It doesn't matter. That's why we should never fall into the trap of identity politics. Even Republicans do it too much. The stupid, oh, women, women-owned businesses. Oh, we had to appoint a woman. Oh, we needed to appoint this particular minority or this particular sexual preference. What? Remember Don't Ask, Don't Tell? Wasn't that, wasn't that Clinton? But they'll do anything for a vote. And that's the difference. Republicans do it to try to seem compassionate because Republicans have a problem seeming compassionate Because they talk about things like facts and data and science in real terms. The Democrats do it to manipulate votes. That's why it's evil. And I'm not saying that Republicans are never evil. Please don't misunderstand me. You're not going to find a better critic of the GOP establishment than Dr. Gina here. Back in a moment. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Hey, welcome back to Mad Truth with Dr. Gina. The Democrats have repeatedly spoken about this toxic masculinity. Can I tell you what has caused this decline for boys and men? It isn't toxic masculinity. It's toxic radical leftism. They blame race and they say it wouldn't have happened if it didn't affect white boys. This is, this is what I heard today actually on MSNBC. They said, if this hadn't started affecting white middle-class boys, we would never even have known about this because as long as it's affecting minority communities, no one cares. Oh, really? When's the last time you listened to Dr. Gina Primetime on Real Real America's Voice? When's the last time you listened to any conservative commentator that didn't mention the deaths happening that are being completely ignored in the inner cities? When's the last time... You actually heard a racist comment, a truly racist comment out of a conservative. But oh, what about Whoopi? What about half of the Democrat politicians out there? What about Justin Trudeau, twice in blackface calling other people racist? Are you kidding me? They just lie. Toxic max- masculinity and, 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 and Yang, to his credit, to his credit, he even mentions it in this. He says, um, says that we've talked about toxic masculinity when we should have been talking about just advancing both genders and positive masculinity because strong, healthy, fulfilled men treat women well. Conservatives have been saying this for decades, for decades It gets irritating because you feel like you scream it from the mountaintops and you feel like the left just comes up against you at every turn. And then you see it even carrying over into what people on the right are saying. And then you realize we've been calling out this problem for how long? And we were right. We weren't the crazy, sexist, misogynists. You know who the misogynists are? Misogynists show up every single time on the left. Every time. Now, research shows, Yang states, that one significant factor women look for in a partner is a steady job. And it makes perfect sense. You're just not going to be dating a lot if you aren't, don't have a job. Right? And yet... The proportion of adults without a college degree who marry, as I said, plummeted. You want to show me a sick society, you show me a society that's destroying its fathers. But you know what? Here's the thing. No place does Yang mention the welfare state. He gives some solutions. And certainly on Morning Joe and MSNBC, they didn't mention the welfare state. Oh, no. No. Because they all like, don't forget, no matter what Yang says, he is a puppet of one Barack Obama. When it comes right down to it. And Yang advocates for free stuff all the time. Every single big old Biden bill, every single big fat spending spree the Democrats want to go on and all the Republican establishment as well. I don't hear Yang speaking out on those things. So respect, yes, for this article. But definitely qualified. (laughs) Definitely qualified. Boys are growing up raised by single mothers that rate of boys raised by single mothers has doubled between 1980 and 2019 from 18% to 40%. That means no man in the home. That means no male role model, good or bad, just none. And what do we see from that? We see guys who can't hold down a job. We see guys with no vision for their future. We see guys who aren't successful in relationships because they've never seen a functional relationship or a dysfunctional one for that matter. They just haven't seen a relationship. Meanwhile, as we're taking out their entire support system, demolishing their jobs, we're calling them the cause of the problem, right? Toxic mac- masculinity. You hear it every day. You literally can't turn on one of these corporate media networks without hearing the word toxic masculinity, or misogyny. But what's toxic is their message. Far more women, far more girls, are graduating from college today than boys. And listen, great for the girls. But why do we have to demean men? Why? Why do we have to take away the requirement of men to support families and turn it over to the welfare state and call it an accomplishment? When we know it's shutting down what men have done, it's, it's, it's not just insulting to them. It doesn't just undermine them. It doesn't just make them poor, but it says that what you were born and created by God to do doesn't matter. It doesn't matter and it's bad because you're a guy. And if you're a white guy, it's really bad. No question that sexism still exists. I'm going to say that again, because I just feel like I've seen it. I've, I, but destroying men, destroying men as a general, taking away their masculinity, taking away what they naturally tend to do well, exacerbates all the problems you're trying to fix. If you're really interested in fixing them, and a lot of times I don't think politicians are male achievement. Yang points out, along with that of women, is a condition for a healthy society. Yes. Yes. But he leaves out one very important trait. He says male failure begets male failure to society's detriment, and that's true. And he calls on our media and our institutions and public leadership to address this crisis and frame boys as something other than a problem, maybe someone requiring help, although I don't think that's very, very... uh, I don't think that's going to build men up. Remember the sins of the father to the seventh generation. So much is so simple. If you just look at tradition, you look at our faith, you look at the Holy Bible and you see things like this simple statement in the Bible, sins of the father affect the child of the seventh generation. And it's so true, but you'll never hear, you'll never hear a public leader on Yang's side of the aisle address that simple truth. This is why, yes, you hold men accountable. I love when the Bible describes the love of a wife from a husband as the way Christ loves the church. Just because a man is a Christian, just because he calls himself a leader of the family, does not mean that he doesn't have a responsibility, that he doesn't bear actually the most unique and highest order of responsibility in the family, and that is honoring his wife first. So Yang goes on to say that um, marriage counseling should be available, should be subsidized by the government. Bad idea. Last thing I want is a bunch of government-operated people with a psychological degree, because I went to school with these people. 99%, if not more, of their training has been completely unhinged liberalism. To the most radical degrees, the last people on earth we need subsidized by the government to supposedly help men are a bunch of counselors. But he does mention enhancing the child uh, tax credit, the enhanced child, uh, child tax credit should be renewed to help stabilize family. Listen, I'm, ta- I'm pro-tax credit all day long. I'm not pro-handout. Handouts, handouts don't help men or women. They teach learned helplessness. It's been proven again and again through the data. This isn't Dr. Gina saying this. This isn't uh, me as a conservative or as a Christian even saying this. This is me as someone who has studied the data. You won't find data anywhere that says a handout makes people stronger or better or more confident or any of the rest of it. Yang should have called them out harder on this. And certainly you couldn't expect anything from MSNBC, right? They, I, they didn't even know what to blame. It was really funny. I wish I had time to play the whole clip, but it was really long and drawn out because, because they couldn't address it directly. They had to talk all the way around it in a great big circle to try to bring it back home with a bunch of intellectual, educational, over-educated, idiot-sounding rhetoric because they know that they have created this problem. Back in a moment. All right, and here we are again, Mad Truth Podcast with Dr. Gina. Are you ready for some more Mad Truth? Yang does mention that manufacturing should be invested in, in reinvigorated. Oh, really? Like under Trump? You left that out, Mr. Yang. Here's another problem that he points to. Idleness. Idleness. He points to idleness being a problem because he says men imagine themselves as builders, soldiers, workers, brothers, part of something bigger than themselves. And he talks about even uh, bringing back some sort of uh, military opportunities for young boys and uh, international exchange, big brothers, big sisters, the YMCA, all those sorts of things. Of course, this is all about spending more money because that's what the left does. They love to spend money, privatize all of that. And yes, there should be more of it. Promote young men, right? Raise up heroes, exalt them in the media, male heroes. Every commercial does not have to portray some man acting like a bumbling idiot. Every movie does not have to have the hero be a black woman. Not everyone. It's fine if that's the case. There are lots of black women heroes, portray them like that. But when you're trying to make Cinderella, into a superhero and she was actually kind of feminine and kind of genteel and kind of soft, either don't tell the story or just tell the truth about the story. But when we say, if you are a boy, what you are by your naturally born gender, we wonder why we have guys questioning their gender. We've told them being a boy is evil. Men deal with idleness terribly, Yang references. While Mr. Yang respectfully submitted, then you are in the wrong political side of things. Because the left have become fascists. There's no room for anyone who's not a fascist. If you don't believe me, look at a Rasmussen poll that came out last month 55% of Democrats support fines against the unvaccinated, fascism. 59% support house arrest for those who aren't vaccinated, fascism. 48% support prison, prison, for questioning vaccine efficacy on social media, prison. We're taking everyone else out of prison While we're imprisoning people for questioning vax efficacy on social media, it's data driven, the questioning of vax efficacy. But the Dems, 48, almost 58% of them, I mean, almost 50%, almost half of them, according to Rasmussen, want prison terms. If you ask a question, there is no free speech. There is no free speech speech anymore. That's fascist. 45% of Democrats support internment camps. Okay, we're not crazy when we call you Nazis if you support internment camps. And that's the end of that, as Forrest Gump likes to say. Fascist. 47% of Democrats support surveillance of the average citizen. Who in the heck got so stupid they forfeit their own privacy so willingly and impose it on others. And 29% support the state taking children away for behaving against the government. Government ideology, just stating it. Just stating it. That's fascist. So Mr. Yang, if you're going to advocate independent thinking based on data and criteria and merit... If you're going to advocate, and I think it's admirable that you did, but if you're going to advocate prosperity, success, for men, for little boys, you are on the wrong side of history with your politics. He cites Orwell. I cite Orwell often. I can't wait until we make George Orwell fiction again. Because right now we're living George Orwell. But here's what Yang says. He cites him. He says, A man with no means of filling up time is as miserable out of work as a dog on the chain. I would submit more. And um, if you want to fix this, here's what you need to talk about. Mr. Yang, MSNBC, all the rest of you talking around this, trying to sound like you have an original idea. That's great. It is an original idea on your side of the aisle for sure. Like I said, conservatives have been screaming this for decades. You really want to fix something? Fix fatherhood. You fix the fatherhood crisis and you fix society. Government is screwing up by giving free money. The welfare state takes fathers out of the home and thereby emasculates men, destroys families and children, and especially boys are wrecked by that. And if you think that doesn't impact girls, you're wrong about that too. So this is where we are. Where are we going, that's the question. How accountable are we gonna hold people? When's the next time you, my friend, are gonna stand there while someone says, oh, I'm doing this because it's a women-owned business. Oh, we should recruit that candidate because she's fill in the blank with an identity politics word. We have to be very careful about this. Our precious little boys are the victims of what we ourselves have even perpetrated. I'll be the first to say I'm guilty. Because there are times where I've said, oh, you know, it'd be good if we had a woman for this seat. I've said that. I have. There are times where I've given latitude to someone based on identity politics because I thought they fit a particular narrative that I'm tired of being accused of not participating in, right? I'm t- we're all tired of it. We're all tired of being called a racist, a sexist. We're all so sick of it, right? Especially if you're not, you're really sick of it. I'm really, really sick of it. But when's the last time that you stood up to somebody who said, oh, we should use, we should promote this thing. We should promote that thing. We should use this person or that person based on their gender, based on their race, based on whatever, When's the last time you stood up and said, have you thought about what identity politics is doing to our culture? One third of men unemployed, out of the workforce. More men living with their parents than living with a romantic partner. Wages going down, less likely to finish high school. Suicides absolutely going through the roof. So we can either continue to perpetuate this or we can be the catalyst to change, to real progressivism, to really looking forward, Mr. Yang. The real way to look forward is to lift up all people, to fight identity politics at every turn in both parties, in all parties, and to continue to reach across to others who don't understand this in the most loving way we possibly can. Um, This article is fantastic. You should absolutely read it. I'll post it on my social media at Real Dr. Gina. I will likely be talking about it over the next few weeks on my television show, which I hope you'll watch on Real America's Voice, Rav, R-A-V. You can find us most anywhere there is a smart screen, including your television. People are learning that all the time as they disconnect from cable. Thank you so much for joining me here on this podcast. And I'll be doing these for you a couple times a week, just emphasizing points that I think are really critical and important. And I just appreciate you joining me more than you know. God bless you. Hug your children. Love your God. Go boldly now and live the truth. Won't you give me that Make it worth your